It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 62, Mind Warp. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS would be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's going to Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your classic tri-weekly Doctor Who review podcast. Uh, three weeks are up. Pencils down. Uh, this is Eric, joined, as always, by uh, my co-host, or... It's fellow co-host. I don't own you. Say your name. Do, now. do you remember my name? I don't even know if you remember. I know my first name is Steven, Dan. <laughs> uh, this is Dan. How you guys doing? I, I just want to say off the top how impressed I am with how, how easily that just rolled off your tongue. By I know the way. it's You're... as if we were we had done this sixty two times. <laughs> it's getting good. I'm getting to where I'm it's... like, Oh yeah, I have a podcast. It's almost acceptable oh, yeah. now. Yeah. Tell me how, how you this doing? works. I'm doing a okay. How are you? I'm I'm hanging in there. I had uh, I tried uh, transcendental meditation, Dan. How did how did that work? I'm actually well, I'm super intrigued by that. I will tell you. Uh, yeah. This is when everybody shuts the podcast off because it's not a. Uh, <laughs> it's, so how was your experience with the yeah, cult? It's not a. Please, you know, I'm not going to sell you on anything. But I had been wanting to do it for a while. I mean, the first time I heard of it was the Beatles or something, probably. But everybody knows I'm a, a David Lynch fan. Uh, and I read his yeah. book, Catching the Big Fish, and he talks a lot about it. But I, I have like an internal alarm that's like, eh, I don't know. It seems kind of stupid. You know, and that's pretty much, the, the, you know, I could be buying stamps. and like, I don't know what they got. <laughs> you know, uh, so I don't, I, I'm, a, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in a lot of uh, spiritual things. The thing that I really liked about this is that it, it's used as a tool to cl- quiet your brain. There's no spiritual component. You don't have to believe in anything. Uh, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll try it out. And I, I just started, so I had my first thing today. You can't talk about TM Club. It's like Fight Club. So I can't <laughs> tell you the magic that happens, but uh, it's, it's so far so good. I think it'll, it'll be a good way to quiet my brain. Did you do that yourself or, or with uh, your wife as well? Just me. Just, just me. So you went to an introductory class uh-huh. uh, that are free. Do they, do they pick and you up was, in a van and put, like, a bag over your head first so you don't oh, yeah. know where the location is? Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, good. The oh, whole yeah. works. You got the deluxe uh, and package. And then we, uh, they, I had to wear an orange robe. No, none of that sure. stuff happened. Uh, but they have them uh, near me, I guess, every once a month or whatever. And it was such a weird collection of people because it was, like, it looked like central casting for give me the most diverse <laughs> cross-section of this area. And there was, like, an old couple. Then there was a woman who I swear said that she was a sex therapist or a sex masseuse or something but i don't think she <laughs> those are it. two very different things i was I going think. through a lot of emotional things at the time <laughs> and and uh, she was like i get very stressed with my job and the woman that was running it was like oh what's your job and she was like i'm a sex masseuse or something and i was like i don't think those are the words that she said but i'm gonna i heard them 
Uh, and then I was next to, next to like a businessman. I was like, oh, I'm an uptight businessman. And he actually was super cool because he they asked us why we're here. And he was like, David Lynch is catching the big fish. And I was like, yeah, that's the book I read. Yeah, that's why we're here. And then there was like a Howard Stern fan because Howard Stern is also very into it. But anyway, it was interesting. It, yeah. uh, so far, so good. I like it. Just and you're going to continue with it. I'm going to continue with it. It's That's something cool. you do twice a day, and I feel like it will help me with life. That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad so you we'll see. That. I'm hope and and I didn't even realize today I was busy. I had my Doctor Strange T-shirt on. Yeah. Because today I got uh, I got like the the you know the the actually how to do the meditation part. So I'm just showing up like some old '70s stoner <laughs> in my Doctor Strange shirt. Like where when where do I get to the astral plane? I do some projections and there's geometric patterns in the room. Uh, so I can time travel now. It's, <laughs> That's uh, fantastic. Good to hear. Cool. Yeah. You've reached that level. Yeah. So what about you, Dan? I've done all that nonsense. What have you done? Uh, now, well, just uh, the most recent thing I did, I finally got around to it. Um, and speaking of David Lynch, I read Dune. Oh, I you never finished read it. it. I, well, yeah. I, 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 I tried reading it like when I was in high school, and I read the first chapter, and I was like, this is boring. I don't get it. And so I just put it down. Um, so I, I read it. Um Holy crap! I see why it's like the best-selling science fiction novel there is, and it's also awesome. I I wonder out loud, did George Lucas happen to read Dune? I'm just wondering. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's so <laughs> influential. <laughs> you will. It's so influential. Yeah, you I'll, will obviously. see Dune in literally everything. Everything science fiction everything. that follows uh, when it was written. Yeah, it was, it it was, was such an awesome book. I mean, things like just ecology. Yes, and having yeah. an ecologist now is. You know, a common thing, but at but the in time, 1967, yeah, 68, whatever it was, yeah, yeah, awesome, yeah. And so the I, books I, get better too. I would, I would recommend sticking with the Frank Herbert ones. Anyway, I haven't read his sons. I hear negative things about, uh, you know, Frank Herbert died before yeah. he could finish it, and Brian Herbert and someone yeah, else, right. I think, finished them. So I, I finished the first one, immediately started reading the second one, and it had an intro by Brian, uh, his son. Which kind of set it up a little bit and explained like it was serialized when it first came out. It had a bad, neg- it had a negative reaction because it's so different. Um, it's much darker and kind of takes the whole, you know, false messiah, the whole everything in the first book where it leads up to it. And you know, he's welcome to the Dune podcast. Uh, but as he's thinking about like the the jihad that's going to come and you know all the warning signs, everything he has to do to try to prevent it. And then the this seems to be the flip side of that, like picking up on those dark threads. And that's actually, I think I'm going to be really into it. The second one really explores the ideas of religion and yeah. Messiah and him dealing with all the power. And it's very short. Yeah. Uh, between the first three, because the first three books are a trilogy. And the second book is the shorter of the three. And no. just wait till you see his kids. You'll get to his kids in the third I book. I want to see anyway. more about his sister. I mean, that was the really interesting yeah, she's part. Very oh, cool. my holy God. I, I remember that. That's one of the only images from the movie I remember is the sister and she's like freaking crazy right. and I, she I, had oh, she has so a great, great arc in i'm sure Dune, the books yeah do i go back and watch the movie again because i haven't seen yeah, it the movie's since awesome. i was awesome i is love it? the movie because i went back and watched the trailer and the trailer looks no so bad it's not bad at all the okay. art direction in because i don't remember is amazing. it amazing i saw it but i don't really remember it at it's all. good about but anyway we, we got to get off let's <laughs> okay, talk great. about let's well, while you know that's the thing the thing about the spice 
uh, is it does <laughs> it warps your mind uh, it does, it when does you ingest warp your it. Mind. And speaking of minds that get warped, that was the best segue I've ever heard in uh, my life. Let's talk about mind warp. Can you uh can you hit that button you got there? Yeah, let's hit the button. All right. Attack me! I am the Lord and Master! Killed Perry. We had to act. With the discovery that Crozier had made, the whole course of natural evolution throughout the universe would be affected. But Perry died, Doctor, because you abandoned her. We had to end her life because your negligence had made it impossible for her to live. Lies. There's something else going on here. The High Council has no right to order Perry's or anyone else's death. Please, Doctor. I was taken out of time for another reason. And I have every intention of finding out what it is. This is The Trial of a Time Lord, Mind Warp, from October of 1986. Picking up where we left off with the mysterious planet, psst, it was the Earth. The Doctor is still on trial for his life. Uh, the Valier treats the theater of semi-catatonic Time Lords to an adventure the Time Lord and uh, Perry had on Thoros Beta, which is a planet that looks suspiciously like an unreleased Tangerine Dream album cover. They meet an old friend, Syl, and a band of merry scientists who are experimenting on the locals to extend the life of Syl's master, Kiv. Along the way, they meet a meek and mild-mannered king with a death wish, and the doctor suffers from what appears to be amnesia, or, to be more medically precise, he's gone all barmy. Perry goes bald, the doctor's in trouble, and the courtroom seems they're just as tedious as they were before. It's time to get time warped. I'd this, say they're more tedious. Are they more tedious? Well, let's 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 get into that in a tedious. second here. Let's set this up. This was uh, written by Philip Martin. Uh, he only wrote uh, this Vengeance one and, and Vengeance of Mars. So he's, I think he's actually Syl, and Syl's alter ego is right. Philip Martin. And so. I believe it's the same director as Vengeance of Mars. Yeah, it is. That's so. uh, Ron Jones. The he same al- team. Who, he did. He did. We said this before. He did uh, Black Orchid, which I remember liking a lot. He did Concord, also known as Time Flight. Arc of Infinity, etc., etc., etc. Actually, this appears to be the last thing that Ron Jones directed for uh, Doctor Who, and I can see why. Okay, Before so he was murdered. He was murdered. He wasn't murdered. He wasn't murdered. As far as we know, allegedly. Um, okay, so that's the setup. Eric, uh, what did you think of uh, Mind Warp? Well. I don't know what to think of my warp. <laughs> I liked it. Okay, well done. I think <laughs> that's uh, the show. Listen, it's a it's a mess. Uh, there's a lot of sort of parts that don't. I don't know if they're working together or if it's a bunch of different shows that were cut up in like a Burroughs cut up style. But because the story lends itself to you not knowing what's real and what isn't. It kind of works in that way because yeah. you're, you're, it's like an unreliable narrator or unreliable video screen because you don't know if the Time Lords are manipulating 
I think we can make some assumptions there. <laughs> but it's it's yeah. also all over the place. Yeah. And the doctor is all over the place. And yeah. sometimes he's telling Perry, I'm in on it, everything's cool. And then he's acting like a lunatic. And, and so we're like, is that... You don't know. You don't really yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. But I liked... I liked... It's so bonkers that I liked it. Like, I love Syl. And I oh. like... All of the stuff with going into different bodies and the gray body who's obsessed with fish for some reason. And then when they do that deal, whatever the quote unquote business deal is, and they just walk that other like lobster looking thing or whatever that thing was out for no real reason. I don't even think he gets any lines. No, he did have have lines, but they were all like. They have that scene. It was like a whole show of, oh, it's that guy. Hey, it's that guy. Like if you loved, um, you know, barbarian, the barbarian king, you know, you'd love barbarian king with wings in Flash Gordon. Oh, that's who it was. That's who yeah. it was. Oh, right. so I was like, I oh, it's that guy doing that same tip of my tongue, the loud, entire boisterous, time. you know, yes, and just oh, you know, whatever. Thank so you. So you had him, and then you also had Sills' boss. What's Sills' boss name? Kiv. I call him Kid. Kevin. He's Mike uh, from The Young One. Does anybody want the last chickpea? I didn't even want the first one. <laughs> so if you're a fan of the show oh. The Young Ones, uh, he was sort of the straight guy that would tell yeah. all the corny jokes all the time. Okay. Uh, so that was cool to see him. But I think I liked it. I mean, I totally get why people would hate it. And if you hate it and you tell me why, I, I understand. Yeah, it I has, to hear it that. Has, it has a lot of problems and there's... Things that sort of go nowhere and just sort Boy, of are gears turning. But it's so weird that I liked it. I mean, all the stuff, I mean, we're jumping to the end, but Perry shaving her head and then talking <laughs> in a different voice and then dying. And But is she dead? And uh, all that stuff was I just know. crazy. And then there's that weird, incredibly corny scene between uh, the uh, Viking king guy and Perry about... What is love? What is love? Oh, and she did. I have that. Yes, no. I that scene could I mean, have been cut, but it was so ridiculous. It's very uh, oh, corny, so and bad. the music swelling, and it's like, and I'm thinking, like, are they trying to write a love thing between the two of them, or is that it, would it have was been a weird? Super I don't know where, where that came from, uh, but it was absurd, and so I kind of liked it because I found it absurd. And I enjoyed, like, I enjoyed the whole four-episode run. I wasn't like, when is this going to be over? I was like, what new thing is it going to have? You know, what's going to come down the quarters? It felt like people were just coming out of the note. Like, the Sill race uh, mentors, right? They're all yes, mentors. mentors. Is that yeah. the race? Yeah. There's a third mentor that's hanging out just in one of the storage rooms guy. that you don't see, or at least I don't remember seeing him until like he's talking in the third episode, and he's they, just hanging out, and it's like, well, okay, I guess he's a character. They enter that room before, and I think he's in the background, but yeah, he's he's sort of like, like he's got lines, quote but it's like, unquote, who is comic he? relief, and, sort of comic relief, but not really of, sad and in he a hates way. Sounds he just hates the don't be so loud, and then the guy's yelling, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, and the allegiances and the alliances that change on a just a whiff of air mm-hmm. like the 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 doctor and and uh what's the barbarian's name because i'm gonna king canos keep... all right so so the doctor and Kanos, the king sure. when they're sort of working Same. together and then the doctor betrays him by yelling we're coming behind like yeah, that whole betrayal was so poorly thought out and written 
it was just like I okay, I guess. Yeah, it seemed not overblown. On the same team now, it was yeah. so not good. But it was but, so not yeah. good. I found it good. <laughs> and I, yet like, I loved it. Right. It was so terrible in a lot of ways that it looped around, and I was like, "This is right. just an absurd romp." An absurd romp. Hmm. What, so, what did you think? Because I'm monopolizing the time. No, no. I I largely agree with that. I was prepared to really hate this one. Um, thank you, by the way, Twitter, uh, our Twitter friends, for giving us feedback on what they thought. It was universally, almost universally panned uh, by all of you that responded. With with some obse- uh, um, uh, exceptions, obscenities. For, I thought you were going to say some, g- some obscenities, <laughs> which I cannot repeat on air because it's a, a family friendly podcast. Um, so I was I was expecting to really dislike this, but I only mildly disliked it um, for the same reasons you had. Only because certain things just didn't kind of hang together in a way. I I kind of just want. I, we've mentioned this so many times, but like I really love the mythology around a show. I like the. The, th- the through lines that tell you about the the world building they're doing and there's there's something going on here obviously they keep pointing to it with a freaking neon sign why is the earth you know uh, two light years away from where it should be the the matrix can't lie of you know but let's say that 20 times yeah. just so you know that it can and this is all a setup so i just want to get to like what's the underlying story that's happening but the actual story itself of you know landing on this planet and this the experimentation again i honestly <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I could have done with less sill. The tongue stuff that he does was was weird in a good way in the first time we saw him on Vengeance of Aros, but now this time it was like, all right, buddy, we get it. Let's, let's just take it down a notch. It was too yeah, much. It's very strange, and it's very hard to understand their relationship with the people because... There's sort of the doctor, and then there's the woman that's in charge of the handmaids. You know, whoever she is, but she's also his assistant. You know that her that name woman. is Matrona. Matrona. But Candy. then there's also the 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 other people that are that are dressed as Native Americans for some reason. Like they have their Ooh, own fashion sense. Are they the native people of the planet? How did right? The, so you're talking about the the alphas, but I don't know. I'm not sure how any of it works. I don't know how it why relates either. Why they're working for, is it just for money? I mean, what is the thing? Because his his job is he has to transplant this guy whose brain is exploding out of his head into a new body or die. Like, right. So he, it's like, if he can't get it right, he's going to die. So right. it's like, what is their motive? It's, it's weird to figure out what's the doctor's motivation because he is sort Wait, of the villain. You mean, you mean the, the scientist the young, doctor? Yeah, yes, not, I shouldn't say the doctor. Yeah, the, young, the young, young Crozier. Doctor. Yeah, r- yeah, wrong. Crozer, yeah. right. Crozier, yeah. Although, what's the doctor's motivation? Who knows? At Who any knows point, either. he's acting like a buffoon. At one at one point, he's, he's an imbecile. And, well, what did you think of that performance, though? Because I, I actually kind of found it it was it was charming in a way. I didn't know where he was going with it, but when he comes, he first has that mind thing probe stuck to his head, and they they escape from the Crozier. Uh, and he's with the king and he's kind of mimicking the way the king behaves with the warlike yes. and the shortened sentences and the weird. I, I thought it was kind of funny. It was nice to see Colin Baker do something a little bit different. Yeah, I like when he gets it, to do different things. Right. It, it was it was weird um, yes, and fine for sure. But then it sort of disappeared, and then it became he was he was negative or like he was a right. bad person. And right. his whole plan in and again we're gonna find out maybe or we won't find out later what this whole plan is because he doesn't sort of remember what he's doing, but then he's like, no, it was part of my thing. I was pretending. 
his plan stinks. Like he was just going to give up his friends and he's letting Perry maybe get operated on or maybe not yeah. get operated on. Like this is the worst plan that he was just going to get to know them so that they would he would move them out of some zone. Like it was just so dumb. So I think the it Time Lords work. are 100% right and the Doctor should be put down because all the <laughs> crimes that they're accusing him of and putting his companions in jeopardy are all true at least with this doctor uh i kind of so yeah, like so that he's, he's the villier had down. i'm sorry talking over here no you can go on but to that point uh, i like that the villier actually said he, had, he did some sort of you know scientific sample of uh you know different experiences the doctor had and he puts his companions in danger twice as often as he puts himself in danger and i i don't doubt that's actually true from the stories we've seen I think it's it's interesting to see this this trial and, and what we're looking at here in comparison to what we've seen in modern Who with uh, the Doctor of Death. The, everywhere he goes, people die all the time. Uh, it's the same. It's the continuing story of that, or, or that story is a continuation of this in a in a large sense. That um, the Doctor is the only one who can interfere. He's the only one for the job, and that people end up getting hurt as he's trying to do what he thinks is right, whether or not it actually is right or not. Right. So that, that's the theme that's continued for all of these years uh, of Doctor Who. Yeah, and especially with this Doctor, like, we watch a scene, all the Time Lords watch a scene, Yes. where the Doctor's being mean to Perry. I think it's a scene where he's he's got her tied to the beach uh, yeah. with the waves coming up. Yeah. And he leans in and he's like, you know, hey, whatever. Um, be cool. This is the only time we could talk. And then he switches and he's not cool anymore. And then right. the doctor says something like, but but I, it wasn't always like that with me and her. But it's like kind of how you started your run was almost strangling her. So it's, it's yeah. always been like that. It has. I, I actually, I really enjoyed the beginning of this story because it continued the relationship they had, had kind of reestablished in uh, Mysterious Planet where they had a more of a a jokey friendship that actually seemed genuine that they had that rapport and that definitely continued through the beginning of the story and then all of a sudden it's like well we lose that right away yeah, we lose that the beginning to me was a little off uh i thought it looked cool like i liked the garbage did you oversaturated pink water in the uh, the saturn like planet uh in the in the you know the backdrop that but shot I of the landing is pretty cool I, yeah i didn't like that the whole premise that they're on this ship is because of a piece of technology and a story we didn't see and all this to talk about a bunch of stuff that really has no f link to this can we mention that real quick because i okay was so, the king from that world no i don't because it was like well so. maybe if they connected those two but they don't even no. do that so it was just like this dumb device that made rocks melt like it had it was just a weird thing and it was like a guy's dying words to say so it was like, yeah he, so here's here's what here, I, I grabbed the transcript of this because I, I i'm trying to figure out why they're there and it doesn't really even reading it again doesn't really seem to make any sense the doctor says perry a warlord on thordon not a planet we've mentioned before not a planet that comes up later the king is not from there a warlord on thordon wouldn't use his dying words to lie to us remember what he said Thoros Beta, send more beams that kill. Perry right. says, beams that kill wasn't the only thing he had on his mind. Dirty old warlord. Glad we left that place when we did. So, not uh, only do we find out that we there's some weird that, thing that's going though, on. Like, it's enough. Another thing. With Perry, Perry. And constantly, she's this the object king. of... Everybody wants to 
to do things with her, and it's just well, horrible. Every well, except time. for Syl, who's constantly talking again only about her appearance. About her appearance, appearance defines her either. Exactly she's so right. pretty you want to have her or she's repulsive. Exactly. Right. And but even when ugh. even when uh Kiv gets put into her body and still says, "Oh, I, that worked, but I just wish it had been more attractive, whatever, blah blah." Right, right. It's, it's all, horrible. It's... And I and I take and I honestly do take note now. It's like in these stories, how long does it take before Perry's attacked? It was 7 minutes anyone that was at, at home watching. 7 minutes until Perry's attacked. And it happens in every single story. It's like Perry is uh, objectified, sexualized about her appearance, and she's the damsel in distress in every story. Right. And that wasn't trying true. to marry her, and even the king, who's supposedly a uh, ally in this, yes. wants to be her. Yeah, make be t- her take husband. her husband. Yes, but she doesn't have a choice or any input at all, <laughs> at all. But the thing is, it wasn't the, that case. It wasn't. It's not just like, oh, that's Doctor Who, and that's the way it always. It wasn't that way with other. No, companions other companions were at like all. That. It's just been that way with her. With her with her and him. Well, I don't know. It's it's really a, it's it's. I would blame the uh, show. Uh, what's his face? JNT. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I mean, he's been doing he it for stayed. so long. He didn't do this with other companions as well. And we had Tegan. I want to say Tegan and Sarah. Uh, we had uh, Tegan and uh, Nissa Almisia, and uh, didn't do that with any <laughs> either of them. So and they, they were the actually like is, rounded. Yeah, Nissa kept dropping her pants. At uh, okay, right. I can't remember when he came on. He's was he on for really all long, of Peter Davis? A really run? long time. A really okay. long well, time. Whoever's fault it is, maybe it's Eric Seward or please someone somebody, tell us. Somebody is it's, yeah. Somebody is making these decisions on her, or her character just is not written well. It could and be I all guess of the this above. This is the end of her. Uh, I guess I I tried not to read ahead either, and I, I feel like I saw something that says that this is the last we see her in a present tense sense. So I guess we right. maybe see. Well, I will tell you this. I I hate seeing talk, spoilers. Right. Last time we, you and I met, I said I had seen a spoiler accidentally. Yeah. Which was, she dies. And it was, I saw a YouTube video that was recommended to me, and it was like, Doctor Watches um, Perry Die. Why so would I you click on that? I, <laughs> oh, you yeah, did click on it. Well, it was, that was it. it was I didn't actually watch yeah. it. But I gotcha. knew, okay, well, it's going to happen in Trial of the Time Lord. I thought it was going to be the last one, but it was this one. So I, it was, I knew she was going to die. So I'm assuming she is going this to is die, but who knows? Um, you know, who knows? Maybe she's. This is all an illusion. Like that's the thing. This could right. be the the gal. You know, in Gallifrey they have her somewhere else, or who you know who knows what the, what to believe. Right. So I mean, going back a little bit to like Mysterious Planet, the Doctor does ask where is Perry, and I believe they say something like she's where you left her, or or something something like yeah. that. They said that. Like, that's where, where you, you left, left her. her. Yeah, okay. Something. So they're alert, alluding to this, but then, like you just said, we don't know if any of this is actually true right. because the talk, Matrix is, is being We're talking about her death, right? Yeah. Mysterious Planet, they spend time saying, oh, the Matrix can record anything that you see, but also if a TARDIS is there, right. then it could record things that you're not a part of. Well, they pull a doctor at a time. And then they pull him to whatever, the space station Gallifrey. Who's recording the rest of this stuff? Because we're still watching the show. Doctor's not there. TARDIS isn't there. So how is the Matrix recording at it? Neither of them that were there for which part? They pulled... So the Doctor's going to save uh, Perry. Right? Yeah. 
So the Time Lords then pull him out or call him back. He walks backwards into the TARDIS. Oh, right. TARDIS takes off and then lands on the space right. station. Okay, which is I'm where not going to get to planet start. This sure. is a stupid thing. Sure. But, but I just bring right. it up because they have a whole scene in Mysterious Planet that says, like, well, if a TARDIS is there, it works. Right, because they're trying to ret- retcon yes. why it would and actually work watch, and then it doesn't work. And somehow the, the Time Lords can just throw time bubbles and they pause the guy long enough <clears throat> they should just say that the the stupid matrix sees all of time and all timelines and that's how they know at what point to sure. unpause the bubble it you know it connects to the bothers, yeah not bothers connects to the vortex and blah blah, blah. yeah there. sure whatever yes. any of it whatever uh, i know, so I know. That's, it's it's a, that's, that's a small that's a small petty thing to get upset with in this story compared to some of the other things and the other thing feel. with perry's death is we don't actually see her death right I mean, so we see her shaved head talking with the different voice which yeah. i liked when they did with tegan i still like it when they do it with perry it's kind of weird uh she gets <laughs> all black metal likes. you know and he runs in yeah. and decides he's gonna shoot her and then we just see the doctor's reaction right and he goes you killed perry yeah right so we don't I mean, see what really well happens. i mean I I know actually that's that's right we don't I don't and think it's we, the second I don't think, time he thinks he sees Perry die I don't think I don't know that he actually sees her die like a laser beam hit her but you know we see the king run in and it goes all slow mo and he's like shooting blindly and it all fades out and she's you know has this other consciousness in her so I I just thought that he was referring to the fact that they've erased her consciousness and plugged in Kev instead oh, but yeah. I don't know I I don't know and and that's but again, that seems like that would be a leap for him to say because they've gotten out of, you know, the writers are getting out of tougher scrapes than that. It's like, it, oh, it her feels, brain was still right. there. And, Here's yeah. the thing that, that really bothers me about this. It feels like they don't know what they're doing. Hmm. Right? It feels like, okay, well, they're also showing Kev, or not Kev, um, the king shooting at her but they're not showing it but then like you said she she's lost her personality so in that sense she's dead but it feels like they're just throwing a bunch of things together and even with the doctor and and this whole thing and i don't know if they even know how they're gonna end this or when any of this stuff means and i wouldn't be surprised if there's not like a couple of lines that tie things up or reverse time or this whole thing didn't happen or something stupid that undoes all of this Right, right. That's what I'm saying. That's I know, and I, I agree because we're, it feels we're like a, kind of a uh, a mess. I totally agree with that. I mean, we're and we're trying to not see anything in advance. We're trying to avoid the spoilers. Try to avoid anything, any foreknowledge of what's happening. So, just in the moment, maybe when we get to the end of this entire arc, at the end of the season, it'll become more clear. But yeah, right I got to try to res- avoid spoilers because I looked up. It was like not. an AV Club review of this thing that i looked through after i watched it and i yeah. got to a part where they started to talk no. about the next one and i was like oh, i gotta get out yeah so yeah we're starting to trying to stay clear but that's i don't know it's a mixed it's a mixed bag it's terrible uh but some of it is so stupid it's funny so speaking of things that are stupid and funny what did you think of the performance by uh king kranos Ugh, it was too much too much or or so much that it was i know it was all good again it was fun. it does come back around on itself it, it's, it, does, it did come, it's, come back uh, a little bit especially because he seemed to get so loud and vocal at the wrong time sometimes like yep. it'd be a slow scene and then all of a sudden he's just i'm like did he just wake up it almost felt like <laughs> he was falling asleep because of this script and then he was like, oh, then he would just yell his line or uh, it was a, fine. The cattle prod in the back that just 
zapped him. I mean... Oh, uh, we didn't even talk about Dog Boy, right? Oh, so man. we have a whole Dog Boy thing with he, yeah. and he's got those those cool they were a cool mouthpiece yeah the prosthetic was except nice except he couldn't ever close his mouth so we, it must have been no terribly no no uncomfortable he really he guy. could because he did quite often but it, most of the time he decided to keep it open to show off those pearly whites that yeah, was that was a decision comfortable <laughs> as a, a mouthpiece for the yeah. actor yeah uh so him and the king have a relationship too and when it when i first saw it i was like was that his dog that became a man, or was it his friend who became a dog? And then I realized they the latter. Ma- yeah, but then they friends. they kept making all those like good boy jokes throughout, yeah. and, and so I, I felt like what was what was hard in this is any time they tried to bring in some levity through it, some little throwaway, like like we mentioned the other um, mentor they had that was you know falling asleep and didn't like loud sounds and any of those things. They just didn't work in this story at all. Those moments of humor just didn't work for me anyway. Because um, the whole thing just felt, I don't know. It, we've, what about we've the done, poster? We've done, we've done stories. We've done stories before with the whole, you know, uh, Island of Dr. Moreau sort of vibe that they're going with with this one. And they're disturbing in a good way. And it has this kind of horror element. I kind of do like the the horror stories that we, we, we get from uh, Dr. Who. But the fact that we don't know where the doctor stands through any of this, maybe that's the thing I just felt so so unsettled by. And not unsettled in a good way, like, oh, what's going to happen? But, like, do they know? Like you said, yeah, do they know what's actually going on here? It just yeah, it I did don't feel like a mess. It felt maybe, like. there is, yeah, maybe there's a grand maybe plan or will, something, but hopefully. I, I don't think so. I'm going to hope there is. What were you going to say? Uh, I don't even remember. What oh, was I going to say? It wasn't important. Was it, was it the egg cup heads on the Time Lords or the fact that every time they would cut in between, you know, the, the trial and then back to the planet, you'd see people's chairs get stuck on the <laughs> swivel. And there's one guy like kind of went all the way and then he got like three, three quarters of the way there. He's like, yeah, forget it. There's Don't so stop. many, so many times that keep cutting back and forth between Those the courtroom were the scenes. Worst. I felt like I mentioned that in the beginning. Yeah. It was bad as far as breaking up the pacing. I felt it was even more uh, obvious here because yeah. none of the information you got from those trials was really that important well i mean they're, I, they're, they're, they're like i said they're really pointing to this whole there's a conspiracy with the matrix and they've yeah, altered but the you matrix don't know what way. you're seeing is real or yeah not. i mean so that that's important but it didn't need to be done in the way that it was and the bickering the constant you know shut up and you know uh, i don't want to hear this and blah blah, blah from the whatever the, the inquisitor um, yeah, it's to just me, it, it got tedious. We didn't need to that. To me, it would have been much more interesting if there was just an episode that is just the trial, and then you saw these things, and maybe you saw a mysterious white guardian type person throughout them, and nobody knew what it was, and then it turns out it was a time lord that arrests him or something. Like you're just rewriting the whole story. I I'd rather. Think- I'd rather I just hated see it. going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. If they had just structured it, I think so that you know. It, it starts off with a trial in each episode of the story, and then you can just play out the episode from there. That would have been so much better to me, so it doesn't break it up in the middle of it. But, yeah, again, it ruins the flow of it, and the thing felt so disconnected and disjointed to begin with that throwing that in there just made it even worse. The, the continuity doesn't really work, but... 
Yeah. Yeah, it was not yeah, good. I mean, it's a it, mess. What else do we got in it? Uh, nobody likes brain manipulation. No, that I wrote that out. one down, that was too. The, that was the quote that brought them all together. Oh, uh, like nobody likes they, brain The native uh, tribe somehow overpowered the dog boy, the uh-huh. barbarian king, and Perry. And then had tied them up. I don't know how they got the dog to sit still enough for them to tie. They gave him a bone. It was fine. And then the way they got around it was Perry was like, hey, listen, nobody likes brain manipulation. <laughs> nobody likes that. We can all They're all like, you know what? We are all on the same team. Uh, and then then they realize who the king is. And they're like, oh, we heard of you. So right. You should. It was all like a lot of that kind of yeah, stuff right. going on. Stuff, stuff, Steen off screen. And what other. was his plan to get them? There wasn't a plan. He just wanted to die the whole time. There was a plan to he go just get to die in battle. Weapons. There was a weapon. There was a cat weapons cache, and they knew that, about instead it. Instead of taking the weapons, they put the boulders in front of the weapons. Right. Just take the well, weapons somewhere else. They don't know where the weapons are now. Well, no, they wanted to wanted to cache them there because they knew that they would show up to get the weapons at a certain point. So that was a you know an ambush. I guess it was, which is a woman's ambush. tactic. Um. Yeah. So that was fun. The the uh the scientist doctor. Um, oh yeah. When they did the post uh post operation tea. That's. I was just I gonna to get to that about. scene. That I love that scene. When they're doing Great. the brain transplant, and then they bring him the little thing of tea. Little thing of tea. He's drinking his tea. And he's drinking oh. his tea. He comes over. The uh, uh Kiv is dying in the new body, and he he comes over and says, says "Cardiac arrest. His body is." <laughs> reacting to the drugs <laughs> it was so amazing it's just like, i don't want this thing to get cold because i paid a lot for this this tea if i if it gets cold it's no good i gotta drink it right now so yeah, that was so fun good. that was great uh yeah i like all the do- uh, the uh whatchamacallit the island of dr moreau stuff that was yeah on. that was we saw that a little bit in uh Avengers of Aros. it was sort of like a, a taste of what was to come when they turned perry to a bird for for a second, for the like doctor had no compassion for her well, at he all. Well, he bird seed or something, he right? Said. He, was I mean, like, he makes it a calls joke me out a of fortune it. Fortune and bird seed. But this this poor woman has been transmogrified into another species by this this horrible, disgusting little slug reptile, and they run into him again. And the doctor's like, "All right, let's go. Here's your friend. Let's go." Like she was traumatized, clearly traumatized by this, and he doesn't. She's got care. a lot of personal problems. She well probably inflicted try meditation. Yeah. yeah, she should try it. Speaking inflicted on by right. the doctor. In dealing with sort of this uh, Doctor Moreau stuff, yeah, what did any of it have to do with the story? Well, I oh, mean, so all the experimentation was so just... they they turn they turn a, uh, a wolf sea- boy and tie him up. They have a sea creature that turns into a, a helper that attacks. That math and computer stuff. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But that's it. Like, that's kind of, I mean, he does, he could have just been a guy that did mind transfers. Well, yeah, like, right. That's a, I mean, that I think like, that's. That seems that's, like a different field of study. Like, if you were going to go to school, I think you'd either take the class on how to turn a person into a bird person. Right. Or transfer minds from body to body they seem like is that two an elective different or is that oh okay so this is completely different sub specialty i see what you're saying yeah and i yeah. just feel like th- there was all this stuff like about <laughs> you know you have a character that's half a dog boy right but there wasn't anything really about you know what nothing else hybrids. that he was showing led up to that right right yeah right. he wasn't 
even well, making a I mean, except for the fact that it ended up being cross-species between a human and these mentors at, at the end, I guess. But was I, yeah, it, you're it right. wasn't, though, right? Because it was just transferring her the brain. mind. Was, he did the direct transfer of a direct her, transfer yeah. of, that's what his whole plan was the whole time, Dan. Right. This immortality. Erase this mind and put in a new mind without right. transferring the genes or something. Or something. I don't, it was it just a lot weird. of hand wavy. It just seemed movie. like somebody saw read you know saw that movie. Yes, and was like it'd be cool if this story had a bunch of dog boys in it. To be fair, that is one a lot. Dog boy. We That's only a, got one dog boy. One dog boy from Liquid Television. No, the the <laughs> man that had a dog mouth. Oh sure, sure. sure. Yeah, <laughs> the, not, that guy. <laughs> not not dog boy from Liquid TV in the nineties. Okay, on no, MTV. No, it okay, should gotcha. have been an island of dog boys. Or that something. would be amazing. Or or uh, crab monsters something. or whatever it was that attacked. They should them. have turned Perry into a bird in this story. It would have made, made more, more sense, sense but in some ways, but still doesn't make any sense because you're right because that's not kind of where it ended up with transferring no, it Kim really into was another just sort of an idea that was in there in the big pot of just to show weird stuff how weird uh, yes exactly how immoral uh uh these this doctor is and what he his scientific experiments i guess i guess that's, that's where it's from. right and then so and then the woman she ran you know i called them handmaids but it was yeah servant was. women. Yes. they weren't even real like there was that scene just to have perry in there serving evil doctor right who is maybe not evil, maybe he's evil, maybe the doctor is good pretending to be evil, Okay, but so it doesn't seem that way, or it's a manipulation of the Time Lord video of him. I got a question for you. So, the doctor, and, and it's it's not entirely fair, because some of it was... Okay, I'll back up. So, the doctor's evil, we think. He's getting all crazy. He's talking to Syl at one point, and he's going to work with them, and Syl offers him a what was it a marsh fish whatever marsh marshmallow what marsh, that was he said whatever. marshmallow and the doctor's face changed yes so he gets he has this yeah. look on his face like something's going on he and he stutters and he, he repeats himself and he's so something's going on there and then you know I, like i told you before i've been reading the transcript from another website and some they have some scenes that were filmed but not actually aired so there's some other there's a couple other moments that are similar to that so there's there's something going on where is the doctor actually actually bad? Like something has happened to his brain, but he's somehow coming back to himself again? Or yeah, that, is he under some sort of influence? And and they kind of minimize that to a detriment, I think, because it, it makes it even more muddled as to right. what is That's, actually happening. Yes, I agree. When I watched this, I was like, okay, because they hooked the doctor up to the machine Yeah. at one point. Um. And then he becomes sort of the imbecile doctor. Right. So I was like, okay, well, now he's Oh, he becomes Dougie Jones. He's become Dougie. Well, not as good. Not as and, good. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, he's not himself. He's evil. Some transfer came from the Viking king or whatever. Right. He's got bits of, of some evil thing. And then he ate the marshmallow green goo. Yeah. And then he realized who he was. And now he's going to be good. And have I to guess? explain, but like, hey, why? I, was, I was under this control, and now I'm not. But I they don't guess. play any of that no. out. No. They have that there. It feels like, okay, that's a thread they could have followed, and they like don't. And then they introduce the concept that maybe the doctor was pretending to be bad, and that comes from the doctor. 
right in the courtroom. So is that doctor not manipulated? That, that obviously has to be the real doctor. That's the real it's doctor. All, and I thought it's so, he, it's, it's so it's so convoluted. All over the place. Yes, and and I'm fine with it being obscure and and they're holding things back and it's going to be revealed. But like you said, I don't know that there really is a plan behind this. Right? Is it so I have to. I have to, yeah, exactly. Is it intentional, or are they kind of just kind of fitting it all together? Because I, I believe the doctor in the in the courtroom doesn't know what happened. I think his mind it, it is coming back to him, or he has some amnesia or whatever. But he is supposing that it must have been some sort of ploy because he knows how he would react in that moment. So I don't think he actually remembers a lot of this. I think he's just kind of post rationalizing it as well. But it's not uh, clear. It's, it's, it's not clear uh, at all. And I, I'd love them to just, yeah, I don't know. I guess and you said. You said you read something about yeah. Harry. This is absolutely her last appearance. From the one sentence that I read, it's something along the lines of this is the last that we see of Perry in the present. Dot, dot, dot. I don't know what that means exactly. So I think right. we still so, see the actress and the character of Perry, but we don't see her in a present okay. timeline. So anymore. she is definitely dead. I guess so. I don't, we'll or find out. it'll be some kind of weird retcon thing of undoing something and maybe he sees her over a tv or something she's back at home because she makes reference the to boat, one, she's how, how much she misses she says how much she misses being in her own time and she wants to she be does, home again yeah, she says he mentions in this her, story she says that she so does say that i really i i feel like the character of perry has just been so misserved throughout this entire through the entire run i really don't want her death to be something so silly as this i hope they can at least give the character a little this sounds so maybe stupid, it'll be a hard they... cut and she's back on the boat with the space uh sexual object that she had found oh yeah uh, the, the space dildo stepfather yep and that's how it's gonna end that'd be fine as if none of this happened to her she gets she, put like, right back uh, in the, on that boat, her her stepdad's were. like Perry. Perry, where'd you go just now? And she was just like daydreaming, and none of it actually happened. That'd that be fine. That'd be okay. Scene. That'd yeah. be great. I I just hope they I hope they they treat the character with a little respect at the end. They didn't give her throughout, and I don't know why I'm defending Perry so much, but I feel like it's such a well, wasted companion. And I, all, I felt like a waste. The end of Perry here. She gets her head shaved. Uh. She does the not the, that she can't you know, pull off that look. By the way, no, it's great she's pulling a, it off. It's what I was going to say was they should have had black-eyed witch uh, Bene Gesserit. Goes uh, <laughs> back to Doom. Yeah, uh, her Perry in yeah. like the second or third episode, and then she could have been the foil for the Doctor as uh, possessed, and he's got to save her. Ooh, or not. If it, if it but blended it felt the like, character of like of Perry and the Ronnie together, that would have been amazing. Yeah, or that been cool. it just felt like they did this weird thing with her, and it felt like it was five minutes. Yes, between the time that she gets her head shaved till she gets shot maybe maybe by uh you know the flash gordon guy i, I would have liked to have seen more of her in that thing or, or yeah something more to that if this is the last time we see perry it's very disappointing yeah i i well i don't think it's the last we see of her but i don't i don't know what to make of well, that little cryptic thing you said i saw was like in this time yeah the doctor in the is in the future and this is the uh, past so maybe it's know. more of the past that we see i guess it could be who knows it doesn't matter we'll find out i like and you this, guys will yeah, too i like the story less now i think as we talked about good it. this is this is normally the other way around <laughs> i end up liking a story more than i thought i did after talking it's not great 
it's but it's mind warp. It's got moments. Uh, yeah, but it does. Overall, it has a lot of silly, funny. Uh, like I wouldn't say funny. Well, like you know, like uh, drug and uh, in insanity. Right? <laughs> Is like, that are you uh, talking about us right now, or it's like a like a it's like a if you if you like took a black light poster yes and then threw up on it like yeah. it would be like it's kind of like well who hasn't been looks there? cool in the dark but it's kind of disgusting it's not gross don't look too closely at it yeah yeah uh Did we cover everything i, I feel like we, we talked about dog boy we talked about the strange native americans yeah uh we Which talked didn't about serve much the of a purpose, harem of women for some reason that have one males scene only. and poor tea yep. where did they go at the end i don't know, I don't know. no one knows no one knows, literally. I don't even know how this story ended, because we see what happened to Perry, but we don't know the fate of any of the people. Nothing. It's a it's a big cliffhanger for this entire story. And I, I we may never go back to this planet, so I don't know what... Well, happened. I have a feeling we're, we're going to have to, because we're going to have to get a resolution of what happened to Perry, hopefully There's in the next more. story. There's two more stories, and then it's over for Baker, right? Yes. <laughs> yep. Another, another uh, for the rest of the summer. We got Baker for the summer. So you think uh, that the next story, or at least one of the two stories, will take place on this planet again? So we're not done with this planet, you think? I think that we sh- we have to see, and then again, haven't seen anything yet. We'd have to see some resolution of what's happened on this story in the next one. I'm guessing because we've just left Ball Perry getting shot, perhaps in a you know who killed Jr. moment. So we have to pick up on that thread. At least. And then we're going to have to get back to Earth because, as we know, it's two light years away from where it should be. So right. The next one is something. Terror of the Vervoids. Uh, um, why is that so? So we'll see. We'll see what that means. Hopefully, We've never seen Vervoids before, have we? No, it doesn't That's sound just a like Okay, it's just because I've seen it too many times. Okay. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out what happens in the next one. Yep. Neat. Um, what else do we have to? So that's the end of that 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 oh, whole. Oh God! And also, oh, uh, jumping back into this thing, when do they're it. taking Mike Mike from the young ones, and they're because he's got headaches, <laughs> and they're giving him a new Give. body. Yep. Where did that other body? Because they're just like they found a dead uh, fisherman that's kind well, that's of the planet. same species, but he's gray, and no. his, his stinger still works. Yeah. So this Who's is this planet? is their planet. This is the mentor's planet. That they're on. It is so. I guess these this this species all over, all over. And but it was they just said weird this that one. they talked about the stinger, and I'm like, that's gonna come back later. It doesn't. Not like, yet. <laughs> well, I guess. I guess. All. Maybe you're right. It maybe all. it doesn't. It doesn't. Because that because Kiv's, <laughs> Kiv's second body is now dead. Yeah, that was weird. That didn't make any sense. Why? Why that detail? You could have spent some more brain power on other parts. Again, it was just lots of little so that pieces yeah. that weren't all. You know, it was like. It was a washed-up fisherman they found, who was from Kiv's marsh pool that he was bred in. So that's why they look the same. I don't know. It, but you it hate make... fish. I do. I know. It's, just, it's all so weird. So just dumb. Just dumb. Yeah. Anyway, so let's be done with it. Let's be done with Yay. it. Yay! Did uh, did anybody any of our uh, listeners have opinions on Mindwork that we could share? Uh, that we can share yes hang on so we got uh so thank you folks for for responding quickly like i said at the beginning uh people gen- gen- genuinely had uh bad reactions to this story uh for the most part we got um uh the doctor who show on uh twitter and 
another podcast, says, uh, this is a deeply unpleasant and difficult show to watch due to its content. The absolute worst of the uh, Colin Baker era, right up there with the twin dilemma. I don't know about that, Uh, but for different reasons. Okay, I get it. Uh, Just a horrible, horrible story. I think we both had, it was, okay, I can't disagree. That's fine, yes. Yeah, they're Uh, they're kind of right now. Our friend uh, Chris Ospanek says, uh, Brian Blessed in Doctor Who could have been so much. That was, uh, 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 what's it called? Flash Gordon. Uh, without the wings, uh, ended up being so, so little. He had a loud, over-the-top uh, performance that fits with this Doctor, and yet it could have been so much more. It could have been better cast in a high, uh, sci-fi historical. I mean, that's fine. I It was like, um, I, I, I kind of like the over-the-top for the sake of being over-the-top if it can go far yeah, enough and he was good. where and it becomes great. ridiculous yeah. and, and knowingly ridiculous, and I felt like it, it achieved that, so I'm okay with how crazy it was. He should have just had more to do with the story, too. Like, he's just this guy there yeah. that they're experimenting on. But why? And, and that opening scene with him experimenting on him was just so crazy. Where yeah. he's just, like, spouting one word at a time and his leg kicks up. It was, what the hell is happening? They should have had it where instead of having this dumb device, the Doctor and Perry could have been there to rescue him for the warlords or something. And then there would have been at least... Something to it, yeah. reason for yeah. any of this to be. Like, he's not wasn't. from that planet, right? No. So how did they get him? Who and they knows? got him as a Why replacement him? body, but they yeah. didn't really test him. But then they mentioned later well, he wouldn't be a good fit. And then they're like, well, what, what about Perry? Right. And, cause, and you're weird. right, because that brings up the whole fact that they have this whole intake suite where they have people coming in, I guess, at a regular clip where they can see are they going to be a good fit or not for what, I guess just for and they're also doing business but, dealings but where are they getting all these people from like I don't know. where are they uh, oh my right. God. what they're else just, we got Dan? i don't know we, we got have reviews to read which we do have we have a couple other things from the twitters but uh thank you guys for reading that so check check out that little thread on um on twitter at todw show so thank you guys old school tech paul paranoid jordan fowler uh beck hobbs thank you guys thank for you. responding that was that's very helpful for us um, and I agree with all of you. I just didn't want to say it at the time until we did the review. <laughs> so, yeah, not a great story. Uh, we do have some iTunes reviews. We do. Uh, before we jump into the iTunes do review, it. we do We do have one comment on uh, yes. the schedule page. Or did you already do this? No, go is ahead. Go for, go for uh, it. This is from Tom Tarpey. Uh, for the second round, one of my favorites is Nightmare of Eden. This is Tom Baker from 1979. That's right in my wheelhouse. I like both those things. Yes. If you can dig it up, I think it will be worth it. Thanks. Yes, Tom, we will definitely consider adding that. Uh, I'm sure we will add it because I like Tom Baker and I like 1979. As though we didn't do enough Tom Baker, but I agree. We should definitely get back on that. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of which, um, so if you go to the old Doctor Who show.com, you can leave comments on any of the pages on the individual stories or on the um, on the schedule page. We do have a new comment from... Uh, the last one, uh, Trial of the Time Lord of Mysterious Planet. Uh, let's see. This is from Andrew, who says, Wow, this was my list of... Um, oh, he resp- this is who this was. I was. I tried to remember earlier. Remember, on the last episode, we, we read the uh, review of our show from a website. Oh, yes. Talking about uh, we are on a list of Doctor Who's... very cool Doctor Who's podcast. So you are an actual listener. Andrew, thank you so much for listening and for responding and for putting us on your list. Um, Andrew says... 
Uh, well, this is my list of podcasts you mentioned at the end of the episode. I hope you didn't take too much offense to the suggestion uh, you don't like Doctor Who that much. Originally, this was to contrast the old Doctor Who show to another podcast that delves much, much deeper into the show, but I ended up cutting uh, that lesser podcast out entirely. Aww. Sorry for that for their loss and our gain, but uh, thank you, Andrew, for that. Um, we also said, um, so don't read, uh, don't like Doctor Who much as not prepared to spend 20 minutes talking about the telecine uh, transfer to NTSC, the videotape. We don't get into the, those weeds and, frankly, just not interested. So that's a different, I'm sure there's 20 other podcasts that do that. So oh, we I'm get into the you. weeds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Four, my, 420. Doctor Strange shirt explodes like in the black it. light of glory. Yeah. There's uh, geometric patterns all around them. Uh, bottom line, you made the list for what that's worth, and they didn't. Um, thank you again, Andrew. And he says, uh, as to the Mysterious Planet, you covered it well. It's frustrating to see hints of Colin Baker that could have been. They were certainly moving in the right direction. I agree with that, not only just to reiterate that as well. It's not just Colin Baker, but Colin Baker and Perry um, together. Yeah, that relationship that very could have been so great. Can you imagine if their entire time together had been that relationship instead of the passive-aggressive bullshit we got from the beginning. Sorry for my swearing. Okay, so thank you, Andrew, for that. Uh, if you guys want to respond, please go to the old com and leave a comment there. That's awesome. But more importantly, if you want to talk to us, leave a review on iTunes for other people to find our show. But we had a U.S. one that we read, but then they updated do you remember this one? So, yeah, feel free to jump jump right in there. They're so in there. this was, we had read this already. Um, yes. But uh, Field 357. Yes. It looks like you went back in and you typed some things. <laughs> uh, so Because you know I that we're going to we read these on to, the air. <laughs> I don't know what the legality is that we're, I mean, we say we're going to read. We said we're going to do it. You. We do it. Uh, now, this is an, ep- an edit verse, uh, but... You know, oh, that's enough, true. This is a technicality. enough of a change that I think that we have we, uh, to read it. Uh, if you could so just gonna, logged in as a different user and given us another five-star review, that would have been awesomer. I'm not uh, advocating that for anyone, right, though. So I do will it. read halfway through. I will skip the first half because I think the <laughs> yes, first right. half is the same. Is the same, right. Read. Uh, so he says, oh, and one of their phones has the text message ding go off. And it makes me check my phone every time. That's probably me. Uh, oh, and they have, and they, and if they have to read this out loud on their show, then glurumph, gwacko, umph, a budingity face. And my head is made of blueberry pizza. I like monkeys. Scott in Denver. Very well done. That's that's exactly how I would have done. That's beautiful reading. That's I like the monkeys too. So he really uh, does. Yeah, for everybody. Yep. Yeah. So that thank you. Thank uh, you for leaving that review. That's awesome. We love iTunes reviews. It helps people find the show. It makes me feel good about myself. Uh, so yes, yeah, so we're up to twenty-seven five-star reviews right now in the U.S. store. Yep. So uh, thank you for the iTunes review. Um, please leave a review there for other people to help find uh, our show. If you want to get in touch with us, you can also send us an email at theolddoctorwhoshow at gmail.com. We will read it and reply on that next episode uh, that we put on the uh, on the old interwebs for you. You can also see us on Twitter and uh, Tumblr, right? No. I don't think we have a Tumblr. Nope. We have Facebook. I was going to say. That, back up. Let me get back. You can check us out on Twitter or Instagram at T-O-D-W show or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash T-O-D-W-S. 
Um, yeah, that's all the places you can get in touch with us. If you want to follow either of us directly, I am at DanJNJ on Twitter. Yeah, I'm E. Grissom on Twitter, but I've pretty much stopped using Twitter. You really have. You've uh, dropped off considerably. I kind of dropped off. Uh, so instead, go to but, your website. You, know, you should will, go to Eric's website. Yeah, you go to my website. If you message me on Twitter, I, uh, I'm going to respond, and I may even get back on there. Who knows what I'll do? I've just been a little uh, the world's burned a crazy out place from right everything, so I've been off off the stuff. I hear you. Get off Who the stuff, get on the digital sauce. Digital poison. Twitter's just digital poison. <laughs> it's it's, so... it's just like, uh, oh, here's a horrible story. Here's, here's horror. Here's horror. You got to interrupt. You have to, your timeline has to be a mix of everything that's terrible in the world and then, you know, dog videos that make you smile and then a comedian. Isn't that what Instagram's for? No, it's just, I, that's Cat the only videos way it keeps and me dog sane. videos? No, uh, Instagram's for like vacations that I'll never be able to take. That's what that's for, I think. Pretty much friends that look gorgeous that, uh, you know, that'll never talk to me. So that's what Instagram's for. Uh, oof, it got do. dark. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Do it up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Tunelessly whistling. Enjoy this in the edit while you go off and get your tequila.